<laughs> you know the Obama first time homebuyers like, hey, Obama said he's gonna give me eight thousand dollars if I buy a house. I'll be honest. He, he's my, upset over there. He's not having it. Yeah, I mean, they're football putting, and basketball and basketball, baseball yes. will will always be around as like America's top sports. I mean, they're putting AI technology in football helmets now, so it's like seventy thousand for down payment assistance. That's Up to seventy five thousand. You know, okay, because I'm, I'm thinking of moving. Yeah. <laughs> well, thirties is the new twenties. It is. You just have money now. You're still bones, right? Yeah. <laughs> 250 pound man smacking you. I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, oh yeah, my name is Alejandra. Now you have a reason to roll your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to Weekly Deposits episode. Four. four. We're on four, ladies and Episode gentlemen. Episode four, Return of the Realtor. <laughs> um, we have a special guest with us today. Um, we're going to introduce her and talk to her a little bit about what her uh, career is, a little bit about her. Her name is Alejandra Martinez. Uh, we are very uh, uh, happy to have you here, very excited. We are. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and we want to get to know a little bit more about Alejandra Martinez, but what her career is, what her hobby is, what, what she likes to do, and hopefully kind of give the audience a little bit more insight into you and what you like and what your career uh, is too, because it has it's a very close correlation and related to real estate. Yes. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll start by introducing everyone here first. You guys already know Julian, Julian Scott, and Jason Gonzalez. Our team here at Superior Realty Group and uh, the Weekly Deposit uh, Podcast. So, uh, Alejandra, I'll let you kind of take it over. Start wherever you want to start. Let's dive in. Yeah, just dive in. <laughs> nice job at rolling your R's. So, <laughs> I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, oh, yeah, my name is Alejandra. Now you have a reason to roll your R's. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You got to keep it in check. <laughs> Viva la, uh, uh, the, whole, the, the whole Spanish community, because they taught me that. Because if it wasn't for them, I would not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We like it when you roll your R's and yes. put, in, put in that effort. Thank it you. It means a lot to us. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm a loan officer. Mm -hmm. I work with Edge Home Finance, so I'm a mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I'm also Latina, mm -hmm. as you can tell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. I'm originally from El Salvador. Mm -hmm. I, I was born there and then my parents came here when I was 11. Mm -hmm. So I've been here for a while. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, S straight to Minnesota. Yep. Oh, okay. Straight to Minnesota. The weather changes probably is, I, I've never, El yeah. Salvador's weather is very... Tropical. Tropical. Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, so that's probably why you don't like the cold. <laughs> Where'd you grow up here in Minnesota? Um, well, I would say St. Paul, but my parents used to move a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. I used to live in Brooklyn Park. Mm -hmm. Okay. I went to Plymouth Middle School. I went to Armstrong High School. Oh, Armstrong. Okay. So you know the whole city. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then my parents decided to move to South St. Paul. And oh. so I went to South St. Paul High School for two years. Okay. Really? Then, okay. Yeah. And then my stepdad was like, oh, yeah, gas prices are so expensive. We have to move closer to my job, which is all the way to Weber Lake. So, oh. yeah, they've moved me schools. 
It's yeah. all here. Um, but that was a cultural thing. You know, I, I know that he wasn't trying to be mean. For yeah. him, it was more like, oh, we have to save money. Right. You know, of gas course, is yeah. expensive, da, da, da. But obviously, I, I was so mad. Yeah. I was so mad at him. Yeah, that's all um, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was, there were only like five Latinos. And the class was 700 people plus. Oh, wow. More than 700. In White Bear Lake? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I so stood you, out a lot. <laughs> did you flourish though? Or did, was it like... Uh, oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to embrace it. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. here. I'm not going to be miserable. I'm yeah. just going to, you know, take advantage of it. I joined um, Eat the Yearbook. And okay. awesome. I, that was really fun because they, they give you like um, a pass, an ID, and you can mm. go to all the games for free. <laughs> Nice. I did so, that too. I was I was a part of the newspaper, okay. <laughs> the school newspaper. So. Were there were there a lot of Latinos at South Saint Paul? When yeah, I mean yes and no. At that time, there were Latinos. Maybe I would say what, what year, if you don't mind me asking. Um, that was back in two thousand five. Oh five. Okay, because yeah, I went to I will. It's now Two Rivers. But I went to Sibley, and that's in oh, our okay. that's in our our conference. Bible. Yeah, I was gonna say like I don't remember seeing, and then we had a like our school had a lot of Latinos in it as, as well. So that's what I was thinking like South Saint Paul had a Latinos there or, or no? Or yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, and everyone knew each other too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it there. I I was. I, I was having the time your, of my life. Were you in your element, you would say? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because it's like, uh, was that I was what? like, more people my color. Because, you know, I was in Armstrong High School and yeah. I was also. Yeah. Um, I have tons of friends, probably just the sadness. You know, moving. you know, I was mad at my stepdad for a long time until like the last few months. Because wow. as soon as I started posting on Facebook that I'm a loan officer, all my friends from like all over the cities oh, were reaching yeah. out to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know so many people. And I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at my dad anymore. <laughs> I'm all right. That's awesome. So it helps. So it's yeah, at, at the end of the day, it helped me, you know. Yeah. So sometimes we don't understand why things are happening. Yes. But if you stay positive and know that, you know, you, you do, you, you come from a good heart and you never do any harm to anybody, good things will come back to you. Yep. So I just agree with that real Amen. quick too. Just um, I w- wanted to ask. I know I, you mentioned you turned into a loan officer, and then all your friends started to notice that. What do you do on social media to make people notice you? I've been posting videos, um, okay. and a lot of graphics. Okay. Um, and I try to educate my community. Mm-hmm. I would say because I mean I grew up here. My parents are immigrants. And they didn't know anything about finances. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I had a tough time, you know, my early 20s. I did a lot of reckless things <laughs> financially. Um, like a lot of us. I think we all, yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't feel bad saying that. Uh-huh. We, we all have. And if you're not saying that, I think that's... <laughs> yeah, be real. Be real. Be it. real. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Maxed yeah. out credit cards. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's the next trip? <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I knew I was going to have fun in my 20s, and then I was going to get my shit together in my 30s. Like, mm-hmm. That was my goal. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to have as much fun as I can. Um, you only live once. You know, well, 30s is the new 20s. It you, is. You just have money now. You're so young. You're so young. You know what I mean? Like, still so that's what I've heard from 30s are more fun. I'll tell you that. Because yeah. now you have money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you enjoy life. You're more mature. Um, more money, more problems, though. Oh, that's what I, I mean, said. Yeah, that's true. String um, on the problems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for me, it was very important to have fun. In my 20s because you know i come from a latino community and well i knew a lot of 
girls in my community that got pregnant when they were young. Mm. And, you know, I saw them struggling. And I just, I had a tough time with that because yeah. I went to high school with some of them and I saw their struggle. And my, my mom, too, you know, like, she got married and then her husband became her life and mm-hmm. she just disconnected from herself mm-hmm. in a sense. And I was like, I don't want that for me. I, I just want to have fun. Right. I want to enjoy life. And, you know, I grew up Christian, too. So they, my parents were very strict. Right. Very, very religious? strict. Very religious. Yes. Super okay. duper. And Catholic? No. Christian. Christian but th- it's Protestant. Oh. Kind of. It's a cult. I'm going to make a video about that. Oh, but <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, it was very traumatizing because they don't let you do a lot of things. And, you know, women are the sin. And they use a lot of shame. They use a oh, lot wow. of... I don't know. Yeah. Very like. Could you celebrate holidays and all that? Because, you know, like Jehovah, you can't. <clears throat> so here's the thing. My stepdad used to be a Jehovah's Witness. Oh. And then he turned so into a Protestant. So and then so he worlds. didn't believe. Yeah, he didn't believe in Christmas. He didn't oh, believe in Thanksgiving. Tough. He didn't believe in a lot of things. Yeah. And that was very tough because we couldn't have a Christmas tree yeah. Um, so I was already different, you know, I'm like, I already have an accent. I'm from El Salvador and I don't celebrate Christmas, you yeah, know, and yeah. it the was trifecta. like, that's tough. And you see everyone like, especially here in America where yeah. Christmas is big, yeah. you know, like the day after Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas like everything, yeah. you know, and you, when you can't celebrate that, it's kind of like, uh, it's super sad. And then like the kids <laughs> next day, I've always been, I've never celebrated Christmas. I've always been that, uh, that kid. Looking outside from the window, yeah. <laughs> inside, like all the kids, like opening presents. And I'm like, oh, I feel that. that I yeah. feel that. That's how my childhood <laughs> that, that was. hurts as a kid. <laughs> and I didn't want to go back to school, you know, after winter break, because I was like, oh, they're all going to be talking about what they got for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> what did you get? I'm like, <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that may have, like, contributed? I got the day off. <laughs> yeah. Do you think yeah. that may have contributed to, like, you, like, Taking your twenties and just like I'm gonna have the most fun. Yeah, hell know, yeah, like, hell yeah. I'm like nobody's gonna tell me anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm independent. I pay my own bills. I travel. I do whatever I want, and nobody says anything to yeah. me. Yeah, and that, I feel like for me that was very important to do to accomplish, and I did it for me, myself, and I. Nobody else. So I, how I did this like all lead you to uh, loan officing, being a lender? Yeah, edge home financing, everything like that. How did that path lead you to there? Um, I would say. Because you, I think you were in the finance world before. In ins- I, was, I, I was working with, with an insurance. insurance brokerage. Correct. Oh, yes. okay. Yep, yep. So I started in my 20s, early 20s. I was 20 years old. Um, and I worked for an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. She, she, I'm not going to say that company. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to promote him. Um, and yeah, so that's where I started. But she was paying me nothing. Like Garbage. She was, yeah, she was paying me with a 10.99, nine dollars an hour, and wow. I was doing everything, no commissions. How many hours were you working a week? Would I you was say? working like over forty, and sometimes they had like events on Saturdays, and I would go. Yeah, you got to work paid. them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was tough, but I didn't know. I was just having fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, insurance company. But you know, it was, I was so naive. I didn't know what was happening. Um, So yeah, I worked there for a while. And then um, I got a job at a photography company. 
um, they did videos and they they also did pictures. So I worked there for a while. So I learned okay. how to edit vid- edit videos and oh, do a lot of okay. fun stuff. Nice. Um, so yeah, that was like my creative side. I think mm-hmm. I have a creative side. I like to be creative. I like to mm-hmm. I like colors. I like and you use stuff. that photography and that video experience now with your business. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's, it's so crazy. Like, everything has come together for me now. Like, yeah, all the yeah. skills that I've accumulated that. throughout the years of my life, I've been able to put them all together now, and it comes so natural to me because mm-hmm. I've done it for so long. I just didn't have, like, a purpose or, like, a mindset of where to use it, and now that I do, it's like, okay, I'm all in, yep. and nobody's going to stop me. Yes. I'm like a train going really fast. I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's so. that's wonderful. And then you got into um, d- were you when you became a loan officer? Was it directly into edge home financing, or was there another? No, I worked. So when I was in the insurance company, I was like I saw all the loan officers, mm-hmm. you know, because they would refer people, and I, I I just saw that they were living the life. I was like, oh my gosh, you know they're. They're very smart, you know, and I, I, I felt I, I, I always admire the people that I met because they were just so centered and so well put together. I don't know. I just I loved it. What what years, if you don't mind me asking, did you see them living the life? Was it like 07 <laughs> to 2010? Uh, <laughs> no, no, Because no, a lot no. of them were living the life. <laughs> the reality hit. <laughs> Well, maybe it was the, the people I met. I mean, the ones I met, I feel like they're very successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> we might have to edit that part out. <laughs> um, so, no, that we was like... We don't have the budget for editing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is as it is. No, that was like um, 2014, okay. 2015. Yeah, that was, yeah that's yeah, when I started to network more. Yeah, it did pick up. And, yeah. yeah, so then I... You know, we, they did a lot of networking events, and I would go. I always had fun. I love meeting people. I think I'm very social. I love, like, getting to know the other person. Like, I want to know. I want to pick on your brain, and I want to know what's inside of your, like, your thoughts. Yes. You know? So I like to connect with people in that sense. So it came natural to me, and I met a lot of people there. And then it came an opportunity where, you know, this loan officer, they were like, oh, yeah, we're looking for Hispanic or, like, Spanish-speaking loan officers because mm-hmm. there's an there's a need in a the need. market yeah, yeah. You it, know? St- it still is and i was like oh, oh my yeah. gosh this is my chance i'm gonna take it and you know yeah they helped me out i you know i was t- i was working during the day and then i would come home and i didn't have a life i would just study mm-hmm. i would come home study until like midnight and that test is hard it to, is to pass people a lot of people think that the real estate test is is hard to take um but i I've heard the the lender one is even harder. That's what I heard too. Yeah, yeah I heard it's, it's a even lot of harder. math. You have yeah. to like memorize like yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. And how much square feet is in an acreage? Oh God, let's do it. Anyway, so past. Um. Yeah. What was your question again? Yeah. <laughs> you, no. What? Oh, here. Uh, what would you say? Because you did say you were with a, another. Lender before? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I started yeah. with SunWest Mortgage. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I worked there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. SunWest? What yeah, it's not Sunrise. It's S- SunWest. SunWest. Yes. Are they local here or are no, they somewhere? California. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So we were like their only branch mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Oh, gotcha. Um, 
But then, you know, I had this deal going on and someone else, they, they did, they shopped us around and mm-hmm. they got a better deal somewhere else. And I was yeah. mad, you know, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go over there. And, but we had already done the appraisal and everything. So I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, it is what it is. I'm not going to be mad. Business There's going to be more yeah. business. It happens. Um, so then this loan officer calls me, right? Hey, is there any way you can help us, you know, transfer the appraisal over? And da da da. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll do it. Da da da. And that was yeah. nice. And I was like, I think I was very professional. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, so how do you like working there? Because we're hiring. And I was like, how much do you pay? good question (laughs) um yeah no and i realized that they have better rates which is the company where i'm working at Mm -hmm. right now edge home finance um you know they have the ability to shop people around and they ended up having my clients with us they were going to have a higher interest rate and they needed to make a bigger down payment Mm -hmm. and with edge home finance it was going to be a way lower interest rate and a lower down payment I was like, how did you do that? <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about edge home financing because they're a little bit different than your regular lenders that you meet here through, you know, cross country or Envoy or whatever the, the mortgage company may be. Tell us a little bit about edge home financing and how they're different than your typical lenders. So I would say because we're brokers, we have 30 plus lenders. So explain. So, let's explain that. Sorry for mm-hmm. our, our viewers and listeners. What does the term broker mean? So how explain that? Whereas that's different than mm-hmm. the other lenders. They are not per se brokers. Yeah. So a broker means it's just a person that's going to be shopping around for you. Mm-hmm. So instead of you having to shop around mm-hmm. and apply at different lenders, yep. give your information over and over again. You just give it to me and then I'll do all the shopping for you. So you yep. don't have to stress out and, you know. Similar to uh, similar to an insurance broker who takes your information, then shops all the big state farms, Geico, et cetera, et cetera, progressive. Yeah. Then they find the best deal for you mm-hmm. and then they come. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you and said, that, there's a little bit I used more to do that too because I was part. an insurance sure. brokerage, yep. so it was easy for me to transition mm-hmm. to a mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, when I saw that they have better deals than the ones I was providing, I was like, okay, no, I have to move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, you have uh, more options, right? Like you yes. said, you go through thirty different lenders, so you you kind of shop around to get yeah. the best for your client. Exactly. Uh, Whether that be interest rate, whether that be down payment. And I've worked with Edge uh, a few times and they have gotten a lot of people uh, approved that were denied by another mortgage lender. Or their bank, like Wells Fargo or U.S. Those are tough too. Those are tough tough too. Yeah, those are probably the toughest. But I think the, the nice thing about Edge Home is they, a lot of people who were on that cusp are sometimes get denied by a specific lender i mean i've had one who uh what is it gr grh with what with uh the lender grh is it called grh yeah guaranteed rate Gar- gar- yep. guaranteed, guaranteed rate, rate. yep yep so they pretty big here in minnesota yep so i had a client go yeah. through guaranteed rate and they're like oh you're not approved you need to do xyz blah 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 in a few months come back that same client the next day i send them over to edge home financing and uh, they got them approved and we're closing next week. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, some of the stuff where I really tend yeah. to like mm-hmm. Edge Home because it's, if 
one out of the 30 they go through if one lender says no then they just go to the next one and yeah eventually between the one and 30 you will get one who approves you mm-hmm. yeah i had a client that was right on the cusp of 620 credit score and send him over to edge and he was denied by at least three three lenders and working with him for a, a, over a year and he was at the end of its ropes. He's just like, I don't, I don't think it's in the cards for me to buy a house. Mm, <laughs> so sad. Sent him over, sent him over to Edge, and he closed. And right when he got approved, in less than forty five days. Oh yeah, like so. I, it does yeah. help with going with mortgage brokers like you because if option A doesn't work or option one, you know, you can go to B, C. We're gonna figure something out for you yeah. to get mm-hmm. in the door of buying your first house. Yep. Yes. You know, and that's the biggest that's the biggest thing. And that's something you should be like used to. It like should be like a habit. Like you should always be shopping. Yeah. Right. And, right. And brokers are happier overall versus mm-hmm. other bankers because other bankers then you know they have to go to an office and report to a boss and you know yep. they're like more stressed out they have to meet their quotas yeah. versus a broker it's our own business mm-hmm. so we're our own bosses yes. happier you yep. know there you go. <laughs> to piggyback off what power. jason said you know shopping around uh unfortunately i think it was prior to 2008 they you could shop around but every time your credit would take a hit when they ran the credit or mortgage Post 08, they said that you can shop around and then they give you a time window where your credit only gets hit once mm-hmm. off that first initial check with a lender. Yep. Yeah. Within that time frame, then you can run the credit again as long as it's mortgage applications, not like a car or something different. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yep. you're not taking out debt yet. You're just inquiring. inquiring. So it's time to make it yep. a practice. To I think I think so. I think it's just a, it's a shop around too and you can yep. kind of, you know, let's just say... You do go to uh, Alejandra and you you bring her uh, and say, hey, this other person is willing to give me this rate and this loan terms. Can you match that? And most likely she can. She can find someone who will match that. Yeah. That's good right. And, and then, probably even lower. Yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah, get it yeah, lower. Even too. lower. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Lower. And it's good to have like a, a point of contact to someone who's local. Someone. So some people I know yeah. lo- love to get loans like Loan Depot or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And your loan officer, someone's out of state, or those one eight hundred numbers, or it's like so hard to reach. Like the big banks, they work nine to five, and after that, do not call me, yeah. <laughs> do not text me. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. you have someone like you, where you can call her, text her, you know, any time of the day. No, <laughs> no literally, last night I was All working until like midnight. Until <laughs> midnight. What's yeah. the latest that you take? Like call. I mean, maybe not calls for you, but emails yeah. and text messages. Honestly, we get the calls. As honestly, if there's a deal on the table, I'm a hustler, so I will answer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You don't have a cutoff, like you don't say like, "Hey, I'm I I'm mean, only available from this time to this time." If I'm feeling burned out, yeah. I have to start setting boundaries, and I do. But if I'm having a good time and I'm I'm, I'm mentally okay, yes. then I'll I'll answer and I'll take it. Or if I need a break, I'll let you know. I'll be like, "Hey, you know, I'm not gonna be able to get back to you today." Is it okay if I get back to you tomorrow? Yeah. You know, so communication Communicate. is key. That's the biggest thing in our industry. Yeah. It's like communication. A lot of things can be settled or just handled up front if you can just communicate. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So you just express yourself, you know. and Right. I, I, most people are understanding. I don't think yeah. I've had anyone that has been mean yeah. about it. Right. Yeah. Right. And the people that are, it's just kind of like, you know, like I'm not going to, I'm not working at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Every single day or like one o'clock in the morning when you're up. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I, I, like I said at the beginning, I'm, I'm very social and I like to connect with people. So then, you yes. know, the people I work with, I consider them my friends. You know, yes. I treat them like they're my friends. I, I treat them with dignity and respect. And I'm like, hey, how's your day going? You know, right. and then it, so, so that it makes it not feel dreadful transactional well yeah, just tra- yeah transactional. supernatural because yeah. i feel like i'm talking to my friend you know hey how's right. it going hey i need you to send me this <laughs> so if you feel like your loan officer is transactional you need to find somebody that's going to get you on a personal level mm-hmm. to understand you and your situation so i think that's that's awesome you're on the right track for that yeah, yeah. and and another thing that's very important to me is to educate my people yeah yeah so big, big, if yeah. you're gonna buy a home with me i will tell you the entire process and i don't mind telling you because i know how it feels and i know it's important for you to know what you're getting yourself into because i want to keep doing business with you you know right. in 10 years or if you have kids and grandkids maybe eventually i want them to come to me i want you to trust me so. well i think that's 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 so important because you know when you brought the education piece is that with us as being realtors that people think that we are like all the above like we handle everything you right. know where a lot of people are like oh i have this question about this these loan documents or you know what's this uh, who, who do I talk to you? They initially come to you first. Yep, they do mm-hmm. all the time. Whereas, like, if you have, and this is also takes our part too, where we need to be have like a, this is a loan officer, this is a title, this is you know what I mean, this is the appraiser. So the realtor is just not answering all those questions, you know, yeah. where you want to have the loan officer show your like like mm-hmm. your expertise and all that. Like you come into yeah. play. Like, no, I handle this. I got this straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's interesting that you say that because sometimes I have a hard time explaining what my role is in my community. And they're like, oh, but you're a realtor, right? I'm like, no, No. I'm a a lender. (laughs) I'm like, I give you the money so you can go shopping. Here's here's the funny part of that. As as an immigrant, and sometimes I've dealt with first-time homebuyers who are immigrants, do you ever get the people who think like you physically have the money? <laughs> like yeah. you're gonna go and like open the safe and like here you go. Yeah. Sometimes no. people like they're like, hey, just you know, slide a little bit. I'm like, I don't have, you know, <laughs> three hundred thousand or whatever you're lo- I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I had this client, he was upset about the rate. You know, rates are increasing. And I'm like, well, you know, th- this is not something I can control. You know, yeah. rates are yeah, they think you. This, this you is control. the market. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you can buy points if you want your rate to go even lower, but I'm already giving you a discount. Like, I don't think you're gonna find anything cheaper. But he was mad at me, like thinking that I was the one controlling it. Like, that's no, that's not how it works. Actually, a perfect segue into our next topic, which is a little bit about rates. And I know, as a as a loan officer, you have to be very careful about what you say about the rates and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think our, I think we'll speak in a hypothetical here. Yes, and everyone will say their opinion of what they think will happen. And now, disclaimer: we don't know the future. We do not know the <laughs> Wait, future. Hold so, on, hold on. Not explain. No, we don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me that lottery number? <laughs> um, so, uh, I guess I want to start with. Uh, let's start with like me, and then we'll go around, and then you know uh, you'll go last because you probably have the most knowledge. You see this every day. Um, what do you think rates, do you think rates will go down? Do you think they'll go up? Do you think they're pretty stable? What are, what are you saying? I think the rates are going to go down. Significantly or just 
you know, little ticks here and there. I think it's going to be little ticks in here. Uh, last month, we were at, what, 7.1, 7, 7.2 range. Yep. And now today, where are we at? 6, 6.3? 6.4. I mean, this is all depending on credit and all that. Just yep. the average. So a whole right? percent it's, down. It's almost going to hit the fives, like I believe. And I've been saying this. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this. Once it hits the fives, it, it uh, we're not getting closing costs paid for anymore. Right. No, no. Those are, those are yeah. done. Multiple offers will go back into play. And this is go- yes. like spring market. Yep. This is spring market. The so supply is still low. Supply, yes. Supply is definitely still low. And then once it gets to like February, you know, March, April, May, then that's when everyone's supposed to home on the market. And if rates are at 5%, even at 5.5%, I think that the, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I bought my house at 4.5 in 2019. So it's not like it's some like crazy number way out yeah. there. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, so if you bought your house at 4.5 right now, it's, let's say you, your family was growing um, and you're seeing, you know, you've been watching it all the way up to seven and you've been looking at like maybe a bigger house for your family mm-hmm. right now is the time to maybe like start looking into moving and making that big move, even though you're still seeing it like higher than 4.5, but it's still like the incentive is there because your, your circumstances you know, supersede yeah. the, the rate. And it's still juicy right now. I mean, that 5% is juicy. I mean, compared to the 4.5 to upgrade yep. your house. And that's like, an it's, affordable, you know, it's, it's affordable. That's right? an affordable you know? rate right yeah. there. So yeah. It's not it? at five yet, but yes, I see exactly what you're saying. And I think the yeah. thing is like, if you're making a move, my whole thing is, I don't know if you've been, if you guys have seen like all those bigger homes per se, 500 plus. Yeah. They've been knocking off prices every week. I've been looking at some North Oaks homes. So what, what, I've been looking at Delwood then? homes there and stuff go. like that where they're knocking yeah. off 10, 15, 25K every other week. That's so great. the margins are there. So if you can get a good price on the home, you can get good terms, good seller concessions, mm-hmm. such as closing costs, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yes, go for it. Yes, you all you will have a higher interest rate. But what I tell people all the time is you can change the interest rate down the line. Interest rate yes. can be changed. I changed mine. Can refinance. Yes, yep. I can. Mm-hmm. I can. I changed mine from four point five to two point five. You know, a couple of years later, so that can be changed. What can't be changed is the sales price. You agree with with the seller, mm-hmm. the terms you agree with the seller, the closing costs that you pay up front. All those things cannot be changed. So I always tell people, I'm like, if you can get a pretty sweet deal on the purchase price, the closing costs, and all those terms, take it. Do it now. Yes. And because uh, another thing, if you can get a really good closing cost, you can use that towards uh, paying down the interest rate. Yep. yep. You can buy it down. Tell us a little bit more about paying down the interest rate. I think a lot of people have brought that up. A lot of loan officers I see online, Facebook, et cetera. A lot of people talking about buying the points down. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the average consumer does, does not, not know no, they don't, what that they don't means. Yeah, so if you buy the rate down um, from the seller paying closing costs, um, you can get two points lower the first year, Mm -hmm. then the second year, one point lower, and then there's another one that they do it for a third year, but then after that, it it goes goes back back to to normal, so it's just temporary. So no, my question is... the 2-1 buy-down, right? The 2-1 buy-down. Yep, that's a 2-1 buy-down. There's another option, too, though, where you can buy points yourself 
and your 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 interest rate will go down. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you can buy points. And is that temporary as well? No, too? that you you lock it for thirty years if you do it that way. So if you're gonna spend money, is there well is there a certain it. amount you can knock it down? Like if I pay, what is it like ten thousand per one percent, or what? Is there some arbitrary number? Maybe or this is just an example, okay? Because uh-huh. yeah, I yeah. can't give you exact numbers. Yeah, we're not. You're yeah. not telling it, exact. <laughs> this is all disclaimers. It's all all disclaimer, it depends. Yeah. Um, but it might go if you pay like let's say three thousand dollars, it might go down half a percent. Got you it. Know? Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. And now, if you wanted to go two percent down, it might be like. Ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars, but okay. I mean, you can buy the 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 rate down. It, sometimes it's not worth it because it yeah. might take like ten years before you see your investment. Yeah. Um, but in regards to the rates, a lot of people are saying that um, they might go down in yeah. the summer. Yep, maybe in the, in the spring. Once spring, the rates summer. do go down, do you think like the seller side, um, like, do are they gonna want to entertain that any longer because the rates are down now and well, no, gonna, well, if they, if they do go down, yeah. if they do go down, like lower than five percent, uh, like like if if they're gonna want to sell their home, or? like utilize the two down because the uh, seller is the one that contributes to the oh. the buy down of that yeah. program, right? Yeah. So, yeah. do you think that that's not gonna be like in the next six months? Do you think that probably not, not if you have much, like right? three offers in there? Yeah, yeah, so it's just know, like you might not be able to win it. It's like more when the interest rates are on the rise, right? Like these options start to come into play. Yeah, because yeah, your home is just sitting yeah. there. You're yeah, not. Yeah. You're not getting. There's also traffic. like the assumable ones where you can assume. Like I think uh, only certain FHA and VA where you can assume the loan. So if someone's selling their house and they have a two or three percent interest, it's a little bit more work, but you can assume that loan. So you have that, and then you pay the price between you and the seller. Gotcha. Um, now my question to you is during this buy down the two one or whatever is it possible to refinance or you're kind of stuck with that even if the interest rates go down let's say you said on the first year is two the second year is one let's say in the second year the interest rates drop significantly two three more percent am i able to refinance at that point or am i kind of stuck with this two one buy down right no, now you can refinance okay, oh so see, okay you're not locked in or anything yeah, you're not like locked that. in that's yeah not, that's not a, a bad trick I think it's all about getting creative when it's stuff like this. When the uh, you know the feds, the single reason the feds raise the rates is to stop consumers from buying and everything. So it's yes. a very mm-hmm. artificial type thing, right? Um, and, and they had to do it. And they yeah. had to stop inflation. Two percent was kind of. Like to me, to me, to me, like I don't want to get down this rabbit hole, but it's like to me, inflation is such a man-made fake. Thing well, sometimes, is, yeah. where yeah. it's like it's like a majority. If you look at the inflation numbers, a majority is just corporate greed. Mm-hmm. It's just corporations taking advantage. That's fair. And thing, I don't know if it's fair, but okay, fair to say. I mean, well, talking yeah, yeah. about that, I just wanted to you know ask like, um, I mean, like like the three one arm or like a fifteen year like you know like those other other options that these buyer or the, that these buyers might have are they coming into play here soon like if interest rates start to go down and yeah do you recommend those they, like what does that look like because it's a 30-year fix is like the go-to but you yeah know, like, i mean it depends on what you want and what your financial situation is yeah um if you have money you can probably do an arm loan because i mean after the third year you'll have to pay it all at once um but you can also refinance 
So that's another option that you can do. Um, it, it depends what you want to do with the home. Do you see your, yourself living there for a long time? Or do you see it as an investment? Mm, yeah, like what if I'm a buyer and like I'm just like, okay, I have money, right? But like mm -hmm. I see that, you know, the interest rates rose and then like I'm anticipating that it's going to drop. It's going to be lower than 5%. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe in the six to eight month time frame, let's say I have a circumstance where I have to buy a house now. Well, mm -hmm. how does that look like? Like if, I'm, if I want to switch that out like later on, six months from now. If you want to refinance it? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, where would you put me at as far as like at an at arm type of deal or would it be like a fixed rate for 30 years? What would you recommend? I, it's just hypothetical, too. So it's well, if you're just going to be there for a short period of time, maybe an arm would be good, because if you're going to sell before the third year is up or before the fifth year is up. Then it might make more sense to just pay a lower interest rate at the beginning. Yep. Because okay. you're gonna sell the house anyways. Okay. So you're That's not good. Yeah, that may, yeah, that the thing, sense. the yeah. thing with refinancing is, I always tell people, I was like, there's no point of refinancing unless it's two percent or more. Mm. Your your rates are dropping two percent or more. Okay. Because there's a lot of closing costs involved That's good for the viewer, with yeah. yeah with so there's costs involved with refinancing. I just want yeah. everyone to know <laughs> yeah. it's not just like right. hey, yes. I call up my loan officer. It's like hey, the rates are down. Change my rate. There's closing costs involved with yes. that. But it comes included in the loan. They'll put it all together. Mm -hmm. So it won't Either way, you're correct. So, no, they give you I a mean, choice. Yeah. They give you a choice when you are refinancing that you can roll the closing costs into the loan or you can pay it. Unlike when you're buying, you have to pay the closing costs. So they do give you that choice. But at the same time, you are still paying it. Regardless yeah, if you're I mean, rolling it's still it into your the money, loan, you're paying yes. it. You're yeah. still paying it. So that's the one thing. So that's why I always tell people, I'm like, regardless if it's six months, whatever, Look at how much savings you can get. So I always tell people 2% or more, 3% is the sweet spot. So if it went from 6 to 3 or 6 to 4, that's when it's like, okay, it's time to refinance. But if it goes from like 6 to 5.5 or 5, there's no point. Because one, you're restarting your loan. Two, you're restarting the 30 years. Yeah. Right? So if you're into it a year, two years, whatever, that clock restarts. Yeah. If you're looking to lower your payment, like you said, yeah. I think that's. There's no right or wrong answer here. Yeah. There's like, it's all different choices. I have some clients who want to put 20% down, want to get rid of PMI, the private mortgage insurance, want to have a lower monthly payment. Then I have some who want to keep the liquidity, put as minimum down as possible, keep the cash, use that for other investments or exactly, whatever. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It that's, depends that's on your situation. I, it too. does, but when mm -hmm. we start having these dialogues and like your situations, I think it helps the viewers. Just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, of course. Like yeah, or like, I mean. Like, no, you know. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you out. <laughs> no, it's just like no, no structure is really like you know for every one structure is not for everybody. It's like yep. not one size fits all. So it's you have to kind of figure things out and really ask those questions to your you know your mortgage officers and yes. Um, but I, I just wanted to ask that just because you know sometimes we have uh, scenarios and situations where you learn off of those scenarios and situations and that's why I asked. So yeah, perfect. No, good question. Good question. Nice. Is there any home buyers program right now that you feel people should really know about? Um, you know, I think the one big thing I always get, I don't know about you guys, and maybe Julian because he's been um, in the industry a little bit longer, is I always get the Obama first time, <laughs> give me 8000 What? 
I always get that all the time. I, I, I do too. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, it was like Jeez. all the time. You know, the Obama first time homebuyer is like, hey, yeah. Obama said he's going to give me $8,000 if I buy a house or something like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? that those are those programs. That is yeah, the Obama like phone. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Obama Does phone. Does that come yeah. with it too? Uh. I actually really did have someone ask you. Oh, so I didn't get any of that. Go. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> no, I'm Okay, no, but is there any good programs that you feel that would be very beneficial to clients to know about or something they can research or talk to you about, something where it's maybe for, like you said, the, 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 the Latino community or other uh, uh, communities, ethnic communities or... City uh, grants. Lower, yeah, city grants, city lower grants. income people. We want to make, I think at Superior, our main focus is to make home ownership inclusive yes inclusivity where it's like everyone has a chance at home ownership because i think there's some statistic don't quote me on this i think it's like 70 something percent people are much wealthier when they own a home Mm -hmm. their wealth yeah Yeah. so we want to make for people you know who are new to this country or just whatever generationally they don't know home ownership they don't know financing yeah so do you have any type of program right now where it's like, hey, this is a really great program. They're willing to you know, pay your closing costs, et cetera, whatever the case may be. Yeah. I mean, so far at Dine, I think they have a great program. Uh-huh. They have up to $75,000. What? Uh, for first generation home buyers. Um, if you're like the first generation and first time home buyer, this is the yeah. city wait, of Edina. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. But I mean, you have to meet like their income guidelines and all that. But they have a great. Set- I know. I couldn't believe it. I had to like 70, go to their 000? website. Go to their website. Yeah. Wow. Go to the city so, of Edina. Google city of Edina so down payment assistance. There they are, are willing to do 70000 for down payment assistance. Up to seventy five. Oh, my. up to $75,000. You know, okay. Yeah. I'm, don't mean to put you on the spot. Do you know what those income limits are? Because I'm thinking of moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I like yeah, I think it's 80%, 80, not more than 80% of the medium income in that area. Okay. That's just so. pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, mean, I, I mean, some people make a lot of money. Yeah, 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 no, <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's a lot of down payment assistances in okay. Minnesota. And I was surprised about that, too, because when I was um, working with SunWest, we only had, like, one. And it was Minnesota housing. Yep. Um, but when I came into the mortgage, the, the broker world, I learned that there's lots more um, down payment assistance there's a lot. throughout the cities, throughout the counties. Um, and there's another one to call Neighbor Works. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. Community Keys is another one. And there's a few others. Um, there's another one called Build Wealth. And they also help people, like minorities, get into a home. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of down payment assistance. So what I ask my clients is, okay, what area are you looking into buying a home? Mm -hmm. And then I go into that county's website. And you can do it yourself. You know, Google is a great tool. You can go to Google, down payment assistance in my city, in my county. And you can read all the terms and conditions are there. You can download the PDF file and read through it education knowledge is power so you have the 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 tools necessary to educate yourself so you also have to put an effort you know you also have to put an initiative and i mean if you if you have more questions obviously you can reach out to Mm -hmm. yes please but but it's also important that you also pursue that knowledge because it is available it is there it is public you guys 
But when someone turns an application to you or they're mm -hmm. talking to you and stuff, do you also kind of stuff lights up in your head? Like, hey, this person talking to me, he said this income, this area, blah, blah, blah. This might be a great down payment assistance yeah. program. We'll for look them. for it. Yeah. For sure. For Perfect. sure. Yeah, because I know a lot of these down payment assistance programs, they have a, a end date because all the money is used up. Uh, earlier this year, I had a client that you it was in e, only in East St. Paul, but it was up to $40,000 that they could use in down payment assistance. And that could be used to closing costs as well, too. But when I looked it up again, like the application closed and they only ha mm -hmm. had it open for, I think, six months. Wow. So, so the money dries up. Money dries up quick. <laughs> yeah, but there's other down payment assistance right. like Build Wealth, Community the, Keys. Okay, that, that, that don't have that expiration date. I mean... Or do they? they? No, they, so far they haven't run out. <laughs> I mean, I always out? double check with them. You know, yeah, like right. as soon as I have a purchase agreement that now if you have a contract, then, you know, we can start looking into that and we'll submit okay. the application. And then I talk to them and I'm like, hey, do you think we can make this one work? Yes, we have funds for this one. And then they'll guarantee the funds. Oh, you okay. know, to make sure that they have it by the time you close. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's get back to the Sedina one, because I think that, that that's uh, that's actually pretty interesting. Now, do they have an expiration date on, on you know, I would have to look at their website. And all that stuff? I, I don't, I have, I don't remember. I read it and I haven't seen an expiration date, but maybe okay. we can Google it and yeah. check, check it out. Yeah. I think... We want to kind of get into some other topics now. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. talked topics. We've talked about uh, real estate financing. Unless there's something you want to add um, onto that. Um, well, you know, if you have any questions, what are yeah. your social media tags? Oh, Key Financing Team. Yep. Okay. Okay. Instagram yeah. Key Financing Team. We'll put that in the video. We'll put that too. in the video yeah. and the description. So people as can well find too. you with all the programs. Yeah, I try to educate my followers. You know what your credit is you know, composed with, you know, and I, I talk about what the home buying process is. Mm -hmm. I do try to use graphics to make it entertaining because I know reading and looking through stuff is boring. Yes. And sometimes, you know, we're, I'm a visual person, you know, I like to look at pictures yes. and yes. I'm like, okay, now I understand it. <laughs> um, so I like to share what I've been learning and then I try to put it into graphics and then share it. With, I think, yeah, with I everyone. think, uh, education in regards to credit is huge, uh, not only for like the the immigrant community who don't really understand credit, but also just the uh, uh, the lower income community, which I was a part of at one point. is It's just hard to know what credit is, how it works, how important it is. Um, they should teach it in schools. <laughs> There's We're a gonna lot have of to do another podcast it, just to talk about finances. Yes, yeah, we yeah. we really we really should. I think it should be taught in schools. Yes, yeah. You know? There's a lot of things I should think Trust they should me, be taught no. in schools. Oh no, I didn't know that. I didn't know enough about finances until I I got into the mortgage world. I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah. my gosh, I don't know anything. Yeah. I need to learn more. But I think there should be people shouldn't have to get into the finance world to know the very basics. Right. Correct. Right. They yes. should. Everyone should know how important credit is. Yes. How to keep with your credit everything like that right um kind of moving on now to a little bit lighter well depends on yeah, how you take yeah it. it depends on how you take <laughs> it <laughs> uh the u.s men's soccer team played uh that, holland today yeah. or Am uh, netherlands. netherlands yeah netherlands. sorry i was call it amsterdam but it's <laughs> netherlands or holland or the dutch whatever you want to yeah. call them um and uh we 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 film this and everything after the game 
So they did not end up winning. It was three to one, I believe the final score was. It was. Dang. I was really looking yeah. forward to them winning because uh, I thought they could really beat the Dutch. Um, I was just in uh, Amsterdam a little while ago too, so um, I don't know if the people there will be happy. But they're on to the next round. Do you? Do you? Are you keeping up with the World Cup at all? Do you? Do you watch it? Do you not care? I was for invited it? to one game to to go watch a game. It was Mexico versus I don't know who, but yeah. How's um, Mexico doing in the? World? I think they're out. That's the only I game that. I watched. I just want to know if you knew. Yeah, you, you're not yes. nice. You're not nice. I'll keep it nice for the podcast. You're not nice. You're not nice. <laughs> yeah, no. No, it was it was bad. I gotta poke a little fun. I gotta. I mean, it's USA. It's we just lost too. So. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we just USA's lost. USA is awesome. though. they're on the up and up. And so um, is like soccer in general. Who's gonna US. win? Yeah. That that was exactly the question I was just about to ask. I was like, let's, let's let's put Come some uh, let's put some uh, something on 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 tape, so we all have something. Brazil, you said Brazil. Yeah, I think Brazil is gonna. Brazil. Win. Okay. Yeah. Brazil. Argentina. Argentina. I don't know who's left. <laughs> is, I'll, I'll say Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Morocco. <laughs> what? You heard it here first. In Spanish, Marruecos. Oh. Say, say that again. Marruecos. I'm not going to try to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, 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 no. My buddy's a huge, huge, uh, he's from Morocco, a huge Moroccan fan. He's out there right now, and so that's why I picked Morocco, even though if I had to place a bet, I would not place it on Morocco. <laughs> um, but, no, that's, that, that's great. I think the – do you guys ever get excited for the World Cup and stuff, or is it kind of – the next Mexico one's here. The next one – so the next World Cup is in between Canada – uh, the U.S. and Mexico. Um, so they have two games, or two venues in Canada, Toronto and Vancouver. They have, uh, I think, like a few venues here. It's like California, Kansas City, Miami, New York. And then they have three in Mexico, Guadalajara, uh, Mexico City, and Monterrey. Um, I've, I really want to go to the Monterrey stadium because it's just like super nice, looks over mountains and everything. Yeah. But in 2026, that's where the World Cup will be held throughout those three countries so that should be exciting yeah, oh, yeah. um I think Alec wants to so yeah that was kind of our world cup picks um I, I i like it because it's every four years biggest sporting event everything like that i know it's not the biggest thing in in, in america it's not the super bowl but it's getting know. there yeah yeah um and i think next time it'll be very exciting i think it's growing in 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 america um yeah because it's so it's it's now it's like everywhere you look it's 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 soccer soccer and now with yeah. the like what is it the state teams now that we have like the United and Alex LA Galaxy so those are club teams or cl- yeah. or club teams MLS club teams yeah MLS yeah. club teams but I think now that people are like you can go to the games here they're yeah. like oh now the World Cup and now I know about the Premier yeah. League which is basically like the NBA or NFL of like well I think soccer. broadcasting internet has immensely help the game yes. because now you yes. can go on YouTube, watch your favorite player. You can, you know, watch the games, you know, anywhere. Obviously, there's time zone difference, so there's that. I'm sorry for football yeah. and basketball, but I think soccer's going to take it in the U.S. too. Might? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah. Latinos are growing it's in, in the U.S. It's documented. <laughs> oh, no. It's documented. And, and a lot of people love soccer. Yeah. So. yeah no. F- football is, is like 
I don't think the, so, From bro. the baby, the wolf. We have a you soccer know stadium is, uh, in Minnesota You know now. what's funny, That's Julian? I, I agree with you. Football is that, but uh, at one point, baseball was that. Baseball yep. was yeah. the American yep. game. Like, That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't it, still it still it is. Still, it still is. is. No, but it's not, baseball it's not, still is. I know, but it's not in, in terms of revenue, in terms no. of viewership, everything. It's like football has... Football. Way past. The thing with football to me, the thing with football to me is like, I just don't know if it'll be around in 50 to 100 years. I agree. Being All the brain the injuries. It, it, brain injuries, the, the trauma, the, the self. It's like, it just, yes. I think they'll learn more and more. And I don't know how well you can, you know, protect someone uh, in regards to like the them football? getting. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to be honest. He, he's my, upset over there. Yeah. He's not having it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> football and basketball and basketball, baseball yes. will, will always be around as like America's top sports. I mean, they're putting AI technology in football helmets now. So it's like. They're really trying yeah. to mitigate that from happening. But it's like mitigate that from, does the AI stop the block? <laughs> no, like uh, the, the, stop the when pads you're will move. Like it'll start it, to learn it, and, honestly, and anticipate things. It, like, yeah, correct. It, so you can get yeah. better and better at yeah, it, yeah. but there's still, there's another 250 there's pound still man. There's still bones, right? Yeah, 250 <laughs> pound man smacking you. Yeah, so it's like, it's just like, yeah, you're still going to yeah. get hit and your brain's going to rattle. I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of, there's a great uh, neuro, uh, neuro doctor named Dr. Amen who does a lot of uh, cat scans and brain scans and stuff. And he tells us all about like just how easily the, especially the frontal lobes of your brain can be damaged off of, trauma or hits or stuff like that yeah when you when you get hit shit gets real yeah. <laughs> i know i got popped once and i'm like yeah i'm gonna play basketball <laughs> yeah. i think uh i think it was that mike tyson quote right where it's like everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face hey, yeah. <laughs> i used to love the football and the hits and everything i used to crack my face mask just hitting people so well, what hard. position yeah. did you play a middle linebacker fullback yeah so just a lot of hits like i, I live for that that was like my thing yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I played. It I catches played, up to you later. I played running back one year, and <laughs> I got, have I got rocked. Yeah, 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 I got like I got rocked where like my legs went up in the air. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, switching topics here a little bit. I, me and Julian were reading the other day in regards to you know social media and everything about TikTok. Um, and yes. how the FBI director recently raised national security about the concerns of TikTok. I know Donald Trump, the old president, also re- raised these concerns. I know recently, I think it was either North Dakota or South Dakota, that has banned TikTok via their governor. They made a state um, executive order to ban TikTok within the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for all of this is kind of, do you want to kind of touch on this? Because... Uh, TikTok is a Chinese company. Chinese spies. (laughs) Is what they're saying, allegedly. Um, But as as a Chinese company who, in in China, all the companies are run by the government or overseen by the government because it's a communist state. So the the concerns FBI director, ex-presidents, and other lawmakers have is that the data that TikTok acquires and then feeds back to the Chinese government. And I don't think that's my personal biggest concern because it's like, whatever, yeah. what, is, what is the Chinese government going to want to know with me or this? Or right. That, right. Yeah. Like that, that to me is like what it, it, 
because L- at the fish. flip side, well, on the flip side too is like you could say the NSA or the you know Apple, US or Apple this. has everything. Yeah, you like know the, what I mean? all these huge tech giants also has all our data. So it's like okay, yeah. I guess one is just the Chinese government, one's the US government. Yeah. But I think the part where I kind of is don't like and is very disingenuous is they release so they release TikTok here to yeah, us it, yeah. and then they feed the the what is it the news feed they call it or whatever the yeah the algorithm here is to show nothing but decisive news yep uh negative sexual content um you know just to put girls in bad places boys all you have to be you know millionaire lambo by the age of 20 this whatever um, sexist, just, yeah. sexist content, racist yeah. content, racist, all, all, all that, stuff. all that decisive stuff. content, yeah, all that stuff to, is is to, on there. And and I feel they purposely do this because, of course, you know, it's China versus America type thing. It's it's like a proxy war type. And I feel like yeah. well, most of the new wars will be fought, fought online. You know, yes. um, so. But on the flip side, so they do all that with the TikTok in America. Then they have TikTok in China, which and is under all, a different name. All censored. No, and and that so yeah. th- what they, they push out none there, of that. They have none of that. Yeah, so Our TikTok yeah. and China's TikTok is completely different. Yeah, yes. they learn about math, math education, how to do a business, how to start yeah. a business, Ness, educational. So yeah. their algorithm is completely different. Yeah, where it's like ours is decisive. You know, me against you, black against white, you know, rich against poor, whatever the yeah. case may be, yeah. to make decisive content. Whereas in there, it's like we're all together, it's unity, it's educational. We want our kids to grow up engineers, doctors, like you said, math. Mm-hmm. That to me is like crazy. I'm like, if you're going to run a platform, it needs to be the same right. everywhere. Yeah. And, and did you hear about like some people getting ticks from watching TikTok? Ticks. Yeah, like, like the, the their, t- their eye like twitches oh, and like okay. oh. they have like paralysis I, on their face. I didn't like, know that. Yeah, like look it up. It's crazy at, just from tick, watching. Ticks like, from oh, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I like, thought you meant the bug ticks. Like, Whoa. No, like <laughs> their eye like twitches. Like they oh. have like body movements. Like, like a lot of seizures? Yeah. Because they've yeah. been sitting on there for five hours a day. Maybe more, yeah. you know, yeah. that's the thing. I, mean, like, I think like just the thing is like for the war on information. I'll just like if if whoever it's like the whoever obtains the most information on whatever you know geographic area they want to, they're gonna be able to predict what you're gonna do in the next ten seconds. What are you gonna yeah. buy? What you're gonna do? Yeah, exactly. that's the algorithm. So like that's what yeah. that's what the war is. And yeah. if we let China, you know, do what they do, I mean, it's just it's no difference in us because there's like our phones listen to us every day, but it's our companies, right. That are listening in and they don't want those same companies. I mean, they're in, in bed with the government from there. They don't want other companies from other countries to also obtain that same information. I mean, Google is Google and it'll always yep. be Google because they've been doing this for decades on decades on decades, grabbing all your little tiniest information <laughs> about you. Mm-hmm. And then in turn that turns into selling it to other companies. Email exactly. Drives, yeah. So like if, yes. if, if you're, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, the war on drugs. Yeah. You have, you know, gangs. And if you come to my yeah. territory, I'm going to start a war. Like, yes, it's true. the same thing, but in like yeah. a bigger scale and corporate. The environment. algorithm is crazy because like I could talk, you know, like me, Alejandro, we could talk right now. And I'm like, man, I've been thinking about getting, you know, 
winter gloves or something, right? And mm-hmm. I just say it to you. I haven't even like really sometimes searched it. And then when I'm like on websites, it's like ads for winter gloves. gloves. Yeah. yeah, this and that. I'm like, I know. Spooky. So, 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 <laughs> so then if, if like other countries get an intel on that and they can beat us or like American companies to get in your face before American companies are profiting off of the information and in turn that turns into a disaster for our security. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but now that you know all of that, what are you going to do about it? Oh, it's above me. I'll well, get killed in shit. You're going to put no. a stop to it. That's <laughs> yeah, what yeah. Do. I, I don't, I'm I don't exposing have, it. I, I might yeah. get killed in shit. I don't have TikTok. I don't think you guys, yeah. I don't think any of us have. Uh, I had to open TikTok? an account. I didn't want to, but you know. I. You have one? I have one. No. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have okay. one. <laughs> and then, you know, there's obviously a bunch of stuff going on with China. Uh, regardless of that, the TikTok thing, because of the whole like COVID lockdowns and stuff they still have. And like the Foxconn, the people who make Apple. They're all rioting, so a bunch of stuff happening there. But I think it, this is a great segue into, is it a necessary evil, as in social media? Is it something, especially in our industry, where we're entrepreneurs, we're trying to create that omnipresence, we're trying to show as many people yeah. stuff as possible. So, like... Where's I, that, that thin line where it's, like... I think it's not even about us. I think these platforms are put in to obtain that information from us. Like, that's that's the bottom line. Correct. Like, but here's the thing. Like, Alejandro yeah. said, what, what are you going to do about it, right? So, there's yeah. two things. One is I delete it all Oof. and I move on. Yep. The other is I'm on it and I, you know, utilize it. I think if you're Can patriotic, I, right... Yeah. I mean, I think that everything in moderation is good for you, you know. Um, And for me, I with social media, it's been a love hate relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that you should do some you should cut it out for a year. You should have a break for a year. No social media. No for social a year. media for a year. Mm-hmm. Some people do like fasting. Yeah, like yeah. So, yeah like, I, I see like, people that do that, and they make announcements that they're doing. Yeah, it. They're, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm leaving on tomorrow. On. I don't understand that. No, but for me, I took a break for a whole year. I didn't have Facebook, Instagram, nothing. Okay. And then when I came back, I was like a little hesitant because I get yeah. a lot of anxiety being on social media. I think I everyone does. I cannot be on social media for too long. I think our our age group uh, gets anxiety about that. I don't think, what is it, the, the, the Gen, Gen, Gen Z? Z? They don't. They don't. I think they, they do, like, but they're not aware of they're it. They're not aware yeah. of it. Like with us, like we do. Because some of us are now getting used to being on camera. Where yes. before, like we were like, I don't know if I want to be on camera or not. Yeah. Now I'm talking about the cats that know about MySpace days and all that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like MySpace. I think there's just a, the traumas that we go through cause that anxiety, like in our personal life, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but it, it can trigger you. But right. the thing is, what I wanted to go, what I wanted to say was that. Yes, all of that can happen, but it also depends who you follow and yeah. what you follow. That's yeah. true. So for me, I stopped following the things that didn't fulfill me mentally and that I didn't, you know, that didn't help me. I'm like, I'm not even going to watch that. I'm, that's wasting my time. So I follow a lot of people that talk about finances. That's good. That talk about businesses. Yeah, it's that, the algorithm. That, yeah. that talk about like mental health, you know, like all these positive things that are going to help me grow. That's yeah. depositing you know? good I, information in your brain. Yes. yes. So I think we've all, yeah. Take care all, of your brain. Yes. Your mental health yeah. is very important. I think we've all come to that anxiety, trying to get rid of social media, this or that. Like, I think... It's hard, especially in our industry where we're entrepreneurs and we're not, um, our business relies on meeting people, getting to know people, people getting to know us, et cetera, stuff like that. 
it's very hard to showcase that without social media. Yeah. Now, uh, I think another thing I have an issue with social media, especially in our industry, is most people only show the wins, right? And, and the all W's. Of, yeah, and all of social media. No one's ever going to show you like, hey, I failed at this or this or that. And that to me creates this false sense of reality this that reality where it's like i told you to the to the girls they send the sexualized over sexualized stuff to the boys they send like hey you got to be a millionaire at 20 and you got to drive a lambo and you got to do this and that yeah if you don't <laughs> then you fail yeah and then you're like you basically know, a failure I, yeah I, because i follow a lot of like finance people yeah. a lot of them are guys right and a lot of them i okay i'm sorry to cut you off but here i hate the finance guys where it's like they use the Lambo to trick into like the other like the, the like baiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like baiting. You know what's more important than this Lamborghini? Knowledge. <laughs> Remember that guy, Ty Lopez? Oh okay. yeah. When well, he had a, a garage oh full gosh. of books. Yeah. You know, the Didn't whole reason why I subscribed to YouTube was because I did not want to watch his ads. He yeah. was so annoying. So yeah, what about the negativity <laughs> that's you know the newsfeed of the negativity you get away from that right like the yeah. politics or whatever it might be right on that side but then you go into try to save yourself and you go to other pages but then you have like the finance guys with the lambos like all that stuff that the people hate negative. most the forex guys yeah, yeah. so like jesus either, christ either way you look at it you either spec if you look at the spectrum like either end you go to you're still going to be like negative negative things are still going to be put in your yeah head. so yeah. where's that happy medium that's why i think it's just a more of a propaganda you thing to it's meditate put in the morning us. yeah meditate so in the morning that's important. meditate in the morning to have a clear mind mm -hmm. so you know who you are and you don't lose yourself in social media yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people wake up and the first thing they check is their social media. Yeah, like because yeah. you live like, a digital world in yeah. your brain, you know, and it's like, no, this is reality. Yeah. You're on Earth. You're a human being, and you're not like you're if not you don't computer. take care of yourself, yeah, you will suffer consequences. Well, a lot of people wake up and the first thing they do is either check their social media or check others. So it's Instagram. like other people's yeah. thoughts and ideas and their life. The first thing your brain is consciously up is that's what feeds it instead of yes. you doing your own thing, your own journal, your own meditation, your own workout, everything you like that. You need to have a balance. To be grounded. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. I, another, just to add to that, like, I just see, like, in my soul, I feel like, like, you know, we live through life, we go through our experiences, and we're either, you know, we take that as a strength or we take that as, like, anxiety or a trauma. Same thing is happening on social media. So, like, as people scroll through every day or every morning that they wake up, it's every single day, it's a habit. Yeah. They're going through other people's experiences, not just their own. So, mm -hmm. like, if I'm going to go on my Instagram, I'm going through Emron's page. He might be going through something. Like, maybe he's sharing a video that someone died in a car accident. Now I'm going through the video. Now I yeah. look at the video. Now I'm traumatized because now I see somebody else's lens that necessarily shouldn't have been in my life or my frame of thought. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm traumatized. In turn, then that turns into you know, more mental problems down the line. And especially for, like, the young folks, like the kids and everything coming up through all this, they're seeing all those types of videos and traumatizing yeah. themselves through all this stuff, through all the years. It's just, I mean, what can we ask for? A lot of mental issues. Yeah, so, but you have to time yeah. yourself. Like, be like, okay, I'm only going to be in social media for one hour. Yeah. And it's kind of, you have to... I, I, I remember when I was younger, my parents were like, no, you can only watch TV for one hour. And I was like, oh my God, one hour. And we have to, like discipline ourselves too with our phones that's important we but can, with that one hour though but what can happen you know what I'm no saying? i what mean and not an hour on, but maybe an hour all day or i don't know for me i have to be on social media because i have to post i i yeah, i'm gonna be, be, be honest with you in my social media like if i see like uh, uh, alejandra said like if i see any 
negativity or someone just complaining or this or that i just kind of unfollow them yeah i just kind of i mute them or this and that i'm like i don't i don't i mainly go on social media to look for uh value content yeah content that will add and that's value. what you should do too or funny funny memes and, 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 <laughs> yeah i, I mean, was gonna say what about the funny memes, the funny memes be cool you know if you're yeah. an artist and yeah. you like art you like to express yourself you yeah. know it's a great way to post it and, and share it with other people there's people a lot that you of care great things, and love yeah. you know there's yes. a lot of great things that social media does yes oh, yeah. connects you with family around the world that you haven't seen so there is mm-hmm. to say to do a blanket statement that it's evil or good would be wrong no it's not i've met no, some great good. people online yeah you know and i've done business with them and, and yep. we're friends and all that stuff so i mean yeah. it's also an area to connect yep. so it's yeah. like, it, but it's separate. in moderate it's a moderation, in moderation. Yeah. you gotta you gotta take it in moderation so like yes. there's like the the no brain social media thing right sector and then there's like the business sector where it's like yeah. positive and great and you know so it's like there's a there's it has to draw a line between like yeah. Everyday people, yep. social yeah. media. If you and spend like more than eight hours on, sh- on social yeah. media, eight hours. Jesus. I mean, you know, like, like there's a, a lot of job. people. There's a lot of people that do that. You know, yeah. I've, I've met people, and I'm like, unless you're making like not, if you're making money, I understand the eight hours. But if you're not making money and you're spending eight hours, then I'm like, I have no idea. What yes, you're, it, you're wasting your time, and a lot of people don't realize that. How I've important seen time it. is? I'm like that. That time you could you could spend it on reading a book. Or learning about something new, right. taking that class, meditating, going out for a walk, exercising, gym. And some people are like, I don't have Probably time. Probably not I don't a walk today. Time. No, there's plenty of time. <laughs> don't, yeah. But, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. Are you sure? We, we all have the same 24 hours. You yeah. know? Like, make sure that you're... You can exercise one hour out of the day. Yeah. Like, you have to be discipline you have to have a schedule yep. have goals written down like if, if, if your mind is not organized it will show right. everywhere Let's, else i know we spoke on this at the at the beginning a little bit right we're going to be wrapping up here uh, obviously it's december right um it's cold outside and uh i know me and you we spoke about this and me and you don't celebrate but christmas is around the corner um do you guys have plans do you have your shoppings done and then alejandro will talk to you maybe you've changed maybe now you do do a christmas tree since you are now independent without your stepdad and everything maybe now you are celebrating christmas Uh, i know my kid wants to get a christmas tree and stuff so Mm. stuff like that but julian we'll start with you do you have any christmas plans are you done with your shopping Uh, if not how much do you have left I haven't started yet. <laughs> That's the answer. I'm joking. That was the answer I was looking for. <laughs> Sam? No. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm joking. I, I, I have started. Okay. Um, But, no, the Christmas tree's already up. Uh, we we just... I just go over my, my mom's house and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and Sam, we go over her parents' house. So, we're, like, kind of splitting between time for, with Christmas. Gotcha. You know. Um, Is it very similar to Thanksgiving other than the presents? Uh, just family, yeah, eating, It's It's just chilling. family and eating. And, you know, we open presents. We get presents for, for everyone, you know, and that type of deal. What so. has been your best present ever? It's a tough, tough question, right? Yeah. I'm vicariously living through you guys and your presence. So, <laughs> Let my, me best, <laughs> my best present ever. Dang, that's kind of hard, man. Uh, uh, we can come back to you. I yeah, just, yeah, like yeah. something like where it's like you remember to this day, like, oh, I, man, when I got that present. Yeah. I think, I think my best present 
that I got that I was so happy about when I was a kid was getting that PlayStation 2. Ooh. And that might age me on camera. Uh, but that PlayStation The best two, PlayStation, by the way. Yeah, the best. Yeah, that was the best one. But that was, that was, I was pretty geek for that one. Yeah, that was. You that know was, what I mean? That was a, a crazy time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a time. And I, was, and I was the first in my neighborhood to get the PlayStation 2. And I just wow. like stunned on all yeah. my friends on the block. <laughs> like, the I, like everybody like, I got the PlayStation 2. Yeah. What'd you get? <laughs> I remember. I remember. I remember like um, Guitar Heroes was huge on that. Yeah. I remember Madden 04 yeah. was like where it, you can do the audibles and stuff. Yeah. And then like NBA, NBA 2K. NBA, yeah. No, NBA Live. Back in yeah, the day, that was NBA Live. Yeah, NBA live was great too. Yep, they so. had Live. So yeah. yeah, I remember the PS2 era. I think, uh, again, I'll have to look into this. It's still the highest selling console. It is. Ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> PS2 is still the highest selling. PS2. Jason, your, your Christmas uh, plans? Uh, we're either gonna we usually celebrate it with my mom at okay. my mom's house, um, but I might go to Chicago this year. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, family there. We have family there. Mm-hmm. We we linked up with them. I actually just you know started like picking up, you know, like more family members to like get into like our our immediate family events, mm-hmm. and so we just kind of like mashed up this year. Um, it's not solidified yet, but. Um, Either way, it's it's either immediate family at my mom's house or mm-hmm. it's gonna be. Chicago. You have a pretty big family, or are they pretty? Is it I have a small tight family. knit? Okay. I have a very small family. Okay, yeah. so probably you know six or seven of us. Um, I mean, if we put everyone in Minnesota that I have together, I mean we're like thirty deep. But yeah, nice. Um, no, uh, for family events like Christmas, holidays, and stuff, it, we keep it small, immediate family only, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, and so do they, which is fine. I like it small myself. Yeah, I yeah. really do. Um. But other than that, uh, my favorite uh, present that I got was when I was like maybe five or six. So it was the Sega Dreamcast. I, okay. I yeah. woke, I woke you, you can it. see how boys yeah. are like, the games <laughs> the we game got. <laughs> it was definitely that. It's nothing so, like sentimental or anything. It's like the games I got. That shows my age even more. Than yeah, the, yeah, the Sega Dreamcast so, was fun. Yeah, too. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, awesome. a, that was yeah, a good My one. mom surprised me with that, and I was just like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. That was like the best morning of my life. Have you finished your shopping for this year? Ooh, just for my son, but no, no Okay. honestly. To <laughs> be honest. And uh, uh, Alejandra, do you, do you, are you planning to do something? Are you not? Are you kind of going to keep with tradition of not doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my parents are going to host it this year. Oh, I, I, okay, so here's that's the other, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nice. So w- w- the thing is with my parents, you know, we c- my once my siblings and I, we grew up and we moved out of the house, we kind of gave him crap for not celebrating christmas Mm -hmm. and then so we started celebrating on our own and we wouldn't invite them and then so they're like okay fine you know we're gonna budge and you know we're gonna do it because they wanted to spend time with us yeah you know so it was like okay we kind of have to change our ways because otherwise our kids are not going to talk to us anymore so anyway so my parents they don't put up a tree because they don't believe in trees. Yeah. They don't believe in trees. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but we're having a dinner. Uh-huh. Okay, that's, that's and nice. And we're going to play what Secret Santa. Are, are they exchanging gifts? Yeah. What are you guys so, making? Hold on. Huh? What are you guys yeah, making? Yeah, what, what are y'all making? Ah, that's a great question. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's going to be pupusas, oh, panes so con pollo. 
Uh, um, budin, You're talking my language you know. right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a feast. So they don't, do you guys exchange, do they get gifts for you guys and so, you guys get gifts for them? Because I feel like that's a little cheating. Like if you're doing the gifts, right. then you got to do the tree too. Right. <laughs> you know, whatever floats their boat, you know, okay. we kind of had to meet in the middle. Yeah, be respectful. Okay. You yeah. know, and, and now there's kids in the family, you know, and yeah. so. Right. Not Christmas people, I don't know, I'm, again, I'm outside looking in um little timmy over here <laughs> uh no sorry, sorry. It's okay, it's okay. no but i what i want to ask do you feel uh like a lot of holidays here in america that christmas has been a little too commercialized a little too like more about the presents this and yeah. that yeah that stuff rather than the actual I meaning mean, of Christmas. All kids want from like age ten to like you know seventeen is well. You said the PS two. You said the Genesis. You the know, shoes right yeah. now, like yeah, the top. Shoes. At least yours was like it's family. This and that. These two guys yeah. are like uh, playing Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, have you got your gifts and everything done? Um, Shopping? No, not yet. I've been busy. I thought all you guys, okay, again, like I'm outside looking in, but I thought all you guys like the Black Friday and the Cyber Monday, and that's what it was all for. No. 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 I, I got my or are you guys just Black procrastinated? Friday, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really do that in like Black okay. Friday stuff. Since, and then I'm guessing since you didn't get a lot of, uh, since you didn't celebrate Christmas throughout the years, what was the best gift you did get when you started to celebrate to exchange yeah oh that's a great question um i would say my when i started hanging out with my best friend Uh um she would put like a whole box together with like different essentials things that i would actually oh oh, that's nice yeah And are you sure it wasn't a GameCube? No, no. For me, it was the thought, the time that she put into it, and the meanings of each present. You see that, that guys? (laughs) Oh, that's nice. You know, because but ain't no PlayStation Two though. (laughs) Well, I'm not a a materialistic person. That's good. I I don't find happiness on material things yeah. i find happiness on meanings mm-hmm. yes. i like you know traveling the meaning oh i love traveling we'll I, probably have a no, whole another podcast just for all the traveling yes yeah. we Alejandra we, has done i save my money i'm very frugal frugal in that sense because i'm like oh 300 dollars. Mm, i can buy a plane ticket with that money <laughs> See, so i'd I rather I spend like my that. money yeah. on that kind of stuff i like that because know? we can i mean when you get a certain point you can buy whatever you want like a materialistic thing but the experience i think yeah. outweighs that yeah. you know especially at our age yeah. like going on a trip somewhere is is much in my opinion way as memories than, yeah like, yeah the material thing you honestly them. like just for at the most a day or two Honest. Yeah. yeah. You'll you'll get something you really want in material wise, car, phone, etc. clothes, you, whatever. It won't fulfill you. Yeah. No, yeah. It's not that's a that's you. a black no. hole that you don't want to kind of get yeah. into in regards. But yes, experiences, traveling, yes. meeting yeah. new people, yes. seeing new places, yeah. trying new food. Like I still have the taste in my mouth of going somewhere yeah. and trying their food or, you know, someone talking to me and connecting with that person on a whole different world yeah. landscape, whole different ideology there's so much to learn so you much know learn. like we know so little about yeah, this yeah. world there's so much to explore there's so much to i learn. think the the person who travels all day and it, 
knows way more than the person who sat there and read all the books of all the places that other person traveled to. Yeah. I so. agree. I want to be an old lady with a lot of stories to tell. I want to have <laughs> fun stories. Yeah. No, That's I my goal. That. I like that. Hopefully buy a Christmas tree and presents. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just haven't had time, but I, I yeah. yeah. I have to. I love that. Okay, you guys, we are wrapping up. We hope you guys have a good Christmas. We will have a couple of other episodes before Christmas, so be on yeah. the lookout for that. Uh, we want to thank uh, Alejandra for her thank time. For yes, me. this yes. was fun. Thank you for amazing. having me. You gotta, are you going to come back? Can I come back? I would love to yeah, come back. We're going to have you back. For <laughs> sure. more to talk about. Yes, for we sure. will, <laughs> yes, we will for sure have you back. Uh, we appreciate thank you me. being here. Thank you thank for you taking for time out of your day. Um, and that's a wrap on Weekly Deposit, episode four. Um, signing out, Amron. Peace out. See you next week, folks. See you. Happy holidays. Bye. Happy holidays. Adios. Bye.